Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We're back. Emergency episode. Seeger 325. Robbie Ray and the Mariners. Holy smokes. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to Talking Baseball. We already went live for our Monday show today, but baseball is hot in the streets right now. This weird CBA is going to run out, so guys are signing, uh, and we were debating, should we go live? What should we do? And Trev, when the question is, should we go live, what do we do? We leave the mall. Yeah. We leave Christmas shopping with our beautiful daughter and yeah. come and put the work in because that's what we do. Different. Different. I can't believe it. Dude. We filmed the whole episode this morning talking about this and then boom, just like that, two massive paydays. Massive. Man. Corey, if you have no idea, Corey Seager to the Texas Rangers. By the way, we're going to call John Boy in in a second. He's driving home. Um, Corey Seager, 325 to the Texas Rangers after they signed Simeon. We talked uh, a lot earlier today about if this would, if they were done. There was rumors they weren't, and boy, they were not. That number is crazy for him. Robbie Ray. To the Seattle Mariners, it's an AL West lifestyle. Um, pretty unreal. I mean, the Ray news drops, and it's like, okay, Mariners, excited for you. Cy Young, that young team, so much energy. Team that wouldn't die this year. Um, and then that kind of put the Texas Rangers Simeon signing into light because of our whole conversation we had. Like, what does that do for the Texas Rangers? Now they signed Corey Seager. I mean, they just added... Up the middle, <laughs> I mean, a lot of juice. Trev, I'll, I'll kick it to you first. I'll probably call in the Jambino while you're talking. Within a span of how long? 48 hours, they have the best middle infield combo in the big leagues. Ooh. Is that like they just went out and got it? It was available to them, and they said, we'll, we'll take it. Now, the question is, where do, they, where do the Rangers we're talking about? Now, where do they go from here? Um, I'm reading, according to uh, one of the beat writers there, that they were willing to go up to $100 million in new contracts this year, for next year. Hello. And with – oh. Hello, hello. Oh, I muted ourselves. Hey, Jimmy. Okay. Sorry, Trev, Trev's rolling. I was trying to mute you in. All right, keep going, Treb. They've committed like upwards of $76 million next year, which means they still got money to spend, 24 mil left to go if that report is accurate. Like they're not done. The Rangers are making a splash. And, you know, Corey Seager, 10 years, $32.5 million per year. That's taking it to the bank right there. That's crazy. But he, does every, he does everything well. Like he's another one of those guys – you don't balk at giving this guy that money. You you look at Seager's stats on paper, and they're the, they're better than Correa's. Like I, I don't know if people necessarily realize that. Um, the defense has some questions. When 
Seager is healthy. His stats are off the chart. Jimbo, you're you're coming live from the road. How you doing? We're talking Seager. Since I left the office, I've gotten two miles. I just got past the stadium, so that's awesome. Nice. Um, Seager is now like the 11th highest AAV or something like that. But, I mean, that's a crazy thing, but I guess good for the growing business of baseball. Is he younger than Correa? Uh, yeah, I think he's a little younger. If A year, or maybe a little less, but yeah. My first thought is just like, what does this do for the Correa deal? I mean, who the hell is going to sign Correa now if it's not the Yankees or like Phillies? Like, who else is going to pay Correa? But I think Trevor had the best prediction of 2021, unless someone has on record that they think Simeon and Seeger were going to go to the Rangers. I think that would house <laughs> Trevor for best prediction of 2021, and you'd have to give them his plaque. So Correa is. Younger than Seager, they're both twenty-seven. Um, Seager's close, like right? two hundred. De- yeah, I mean they're they're both twenty-seven for lack of a, a better way to look at it. And yeah, I mean Corey Seager, he's got you know his twenty sixteen through twenty eighteen was really good. Twenty twenty, the shortened season was nasty, and this year in ninety five games, a nine fifteen OPS. Like I know we see those as you know, yeah, those are really good hitting numbers from a shortstop. From a lefty, those are kind of unreal at this age. So there's some injury concerns. He's had a little bit. There's some with Correa, too. But, I mean, both of these guys, <laughs> I mean, Correa came into this free agency pretty much knowing he's going to get the the highest billing. Shout out to our guy Jeff Passan, who said Seager was going to get 300, and everyone kind of bluffed a little bit. I mean, Correa's got to be looking at... 350, 370, something like that. Because, I mean, with his defense, I, Seeger is going to have to move off of shortstop. Jimmy, I know you tweeted about it the other day, you know, about these old shortstops and how long will they stay there. Um, I mean, Simeon's already off. Seeger will be off one day. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, at least Correa, he will be at the shortstop position for a while. So, um, well, yeah, where's is Seager, is Seager down to Detroit, or excuse me, Correa? Is he down to Detroit, uh, the Yankees, and the Astros? Philly, Phillies, Philly. Dodgers. Astros, man, that's what I was gonna say. The Astros should just snatch this up from Texas and just be like, "Well, screw you. We're in the same division, same state. We'll just get Correa back." I'd like a I'd like a Trevor Story to the Astros. I think they're a team that would look to see, or they'd say to themselves, "We can get this guy at a discount right now, and he's really good." From Texas, kind of all plays out. They offered Correa what they offered Correa. I don't think they're going to get back together. That'd be really really tough. They were really far apart, so I don't think that's going to happen. But like for them, I think it'd be cool if the Astros went out and got Story. That's got that's got to be on the table. I mean. Trevor Story right now, I I think him and Baez are winning. Uh, We wondered how the shortstop market was kind of going to play out. I thought you could get a deal on Story. I don't think you can, man. I I think Trevor Story's got a lot of numbers that go toe-to-toe with Simeon. Um, Do you you think these shortstops that are left or any player that's left right now is calling their agent and being like, I know you told me that we were going to wait through the lockout, but go get me a deal right now. I'm not sitting yep, December yes. and January not knowing when these are the contracts that are being handed out right now. 
I, I say yes to that question. There's, they're definitely calling their agent. And then the, on the other side, the agent saying, let me do my job. This is why you hire me. Like, let me, let me do it. Now, do you trust him or do you not, do you not trust him? I trusted my guy. We didn't have any negotiations like this, obviously. But I think that's the conversation that's going on right now. Why is everyone getting paid? Where is my money? Can we do it before the lockout? That'd be real nice to go into Christmas with that bag. And a lot of the agents are probably saying, we can't. We need to wait. We need to wait. We need to wait. I mean, man, I, I've been on I've been on the story bandwagon for a little bit for, for my Yanks. Um, and I thought he was kind of going to get overlooked if this was a normal free agency as guys were bidding for Seager, Correa. Uh, Trevor Story is going to get an absolute bag, uh, absolutely massive. I think Baez, man, I, I think people were going to be nervous to give him some of the years, but when you look at the remaining teams available, there's teams that need shortstops, and they're both studs. I, I mean, there's obviously different levels to this, and we're, when you're giving out a contract of this nature, you're projecting, and obviously age becomes more and more of a factor. But Trevor Story is an athlete with really good career stats who still plays a really good shortstop. Baez, uh, you know, people get worried about some of the OBP stuff, but dude can play defense around the horn, and he still ends up with an OPS in the eighth. So, like, the, the shortstops are winning this free agency. <laughs> kind of all the players are winning this free agency. Where are the Yankees? Where are the Dodgers? The Rangers have to go get Kershaw now. Go get Kershaw. Or Stroman. They have to get a pitcher. You don't. You don't give, what is it, $400 million and completely revamp the middle of your infield and the middle of your lineup and then roll and then not get a pitcher as well when they need that too. Yeah. Yeah. They have, I mean, yeah, we, we, I was, I was talking to Jake about this before we went on. I was like, where am I, what am I missing here? Like (laughs) the immediate take that comes to mind is like, we've seen this with the angels. Like they need to go get some pitching. And I'm wondering, you know, we looked at the roster and the guys that are available, like Stroman's a fit there, uh, especially, you know, with with who's out there. Like you kind of have to say Rodon, Stroman. Yeah. Kershaw is a possibility though. I I feel like the Dodgers are going to, are going to go out and get him for some reason. Um, but I, I don't know, man. Like they, they do still have money. Like Chris Young said, $100 million we can add in payroll for the next year. And so that gives them 25 mil left. Yeah, and I, I know we joked a lot about our guy Josh Young today. You wonder, does does he become trade bait? Does he become a, a corner outfielder? Because if, if Seager is going to slide to third at some point, because he's going to have to, I, I, I don't want it to be shots fired. Like, Corey Seager, you're awesome, dude, but it's it's just kind of how baseball works as, as you get older. Um, I, I You have to be super happy for Texas Rangers fans. I mean, they went out yes. and spent the bag. But on the other side of that, who are the Texas Rangers still? And we're, we're talking about them signing some pitching. In this AL West where the, the Halos, they're going to have, you know, Otani post-MVP. Mike Trout will be back. They signed Cindergard. What other moves are they up to? Are they in the shortstop game? And then... The Seattle Mariners in their division, they just signed Robbie Ray after they finished second in the division with their young upstart team. They made the Adam Frazier trade, which there's been so much baseball action we haven't even been able to talk about. Um, but they go out and they get the Cy Young winner. I know Robbie Ray, uh, right now, he doesn't speak to people 
as Cy Young winner Robbie Ray, but that's what he did. He just beat out Cole. Uh, he just beat out Lance Lynn. He was the AL Cy Young order winner this year. He goes from Toronto to the Seattle Mariners. Uh, five years, one fifteen. Uh, Jim, I'll I'll kick it to you first. What what were you thinking when you when you heard about that? I was, I don't know, a little shocked. I didn't even consider it really, or I was. I guess I didn't give it much thought, but. Remember how awesome those last couple games were in Seattle and they were selling out the stadium and the fans were going crazy and it looked amazing? Well, that's awesome that those fans get rewarded and get to add on to it and keep going. They should go pick up Stroman now or or another pitcher probably. But they also got Frazier, which we were going to – we were going to – they traded for Frazier at second base. We were going to save that for a future episode because there's just been so much going on. But it's a second move that they've made now to better their team. The AL West, I'm interested to see how it plays out because every team's trying to get better. And this kind of goes to the AL West as a whole. I wonder how much of this Rangers spending was calculated uh, from years ago where, you know, three years ago where they looking at, okay, Verlander comes off the books then and Correa comes off the books then and Springer will be off the books for a year by now. Let's attack in 2021 off season because the Astros will be, you know, they won't be the same team. It still goes to the Astros until it doesn't. But I wonder how much of this AL West attack with money plan was based around the Astros window with all those guys. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I think the the, the teams didn't take uh, into account that the Astros would just find more and more talent and keep bringing people up through the pipeline because they're not going anywhere. They're still the favorites in, in the AOS, without a doubt. Um, I don't know, man. See, I'm, I'm looking at the Rangers staff, the Mariners staff. There's a lot of young guys. You're relying on a lot of inexperience there. And look, these guys can be good and they can take steps forward and more than likely a few of them will. But more than likely, if you even won't, too, and you're going to be searching for pitching. I still think both these teams need to go, uh, even with the addition of Robbie Ray. Seattle, I think, needs to go and, and, and try to continue to find pitching somewhere. I mean, I know both, like I said, I know there's prospects coming. I know there's some young guys that flash some some brilliance. Logan Gilbert looked amazing at points during the season for the Mariners. But it's 162 games, and you got to eat up a lot of innings. So... I, both these teams just have to keep going. Like I, I don't know. That's I, I'm I, happy for both of them. I think that's the fun part for the AL West. It's like where does this game of chicken end? Like you know the Angels are the Angels were supposedly in on Scherzer for a little bit. Like are are they going to make a shortstop player? Are they going to make more pitching plays? Uh, Seattle they can kind of go any way with it. They had such good momentum. I, I like that you brought that up, Jim. That like hopefully. This is how baseball and other markets works. Like, you know, if your if your team goes on the surge like that and has the young talent on the way, um, go get go get Robbie Ray when he's a free agent and see. Hey, you know, Robbie Ray. We talked about the strikeout thing. He wins the Cy Young. Maybe he's figured it out. Maybe it was that pitching guru in Toronto who's his guy. Um, I do like the fact that he's going from hitters parks in Toronto uh, to Seattle. Uh, you know uh, that that should give him more of a chance of sustained success, um, but man, yeah. If you're if you're Seattle, you have to be on cloud nine. Um, I guess the other thing that just started spinning through my head: the Oakland A's. You know, the ship was burning and on its way out. 
Oh my God! Get rid, get rid of all of them. Garage, get, it's a garage sale, baby. Come on, come get it. I mean, I was just complimenting Washington because they're going to be rebuilding while the whole NL East is going for it. Same thing if you're Oakland. Like, let's get ugly for a few years. Maybe get the team to Vegas, and then you'll be ready to go for it. But right now, the West is gnarly. Um, and I, I guess hopping around a little too much, but go, back to Texas because it all ties together. This is the AOS. Um, I guess the only other thing I'd say uh, when you guys are talking about you know timing it up with Houston losing Verlander and Correa potentially Springer, um, I guess the other thing going through my head that I've said before on here is this shortstop crop um, doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen in baseball. That if you're the Texas Rangers and say say 2022 isn't their plan, but 2023 is, I mean you had to get Seager and Simeon this year. Um, yeah. so, so if that's the, the one year investment you had to make to get those guys on your team for when young's ready, or maybe you got some pitchers on the way, um, that's when you have to make your move on them. So, Hey, good for, good for the Rangers GM, our guy, Chris Young getting in the owner's ear saying shell out that money. Cause I mean, they still need a lot more, but at, at least they're, they're trying on the, the <laughs> Oakland A's thing, Jake. Like sell everyone. Sure. I was thinking. I was thinking about Olson, and one of the updates we got was that the A's are going at their own speed, deliberately, with the Olson trades. And I am going to guess. Eh, I'm not guessing it, but if I was them, I wonder if they're saying our speed is we're not entertaining trades until Freeman and Rizzo are off the board, and then you're desperate. Because if you, because that's like, you know, Freeman probably goes to the Braves. If the Yankees are looking at Olsen, they're probably like, we're not going to give you much. We'll just get Rizzo, uh, you know, and roll with him. But if both Rizzo and Freeman are gone and you're looking for a first baseman, Olsen's your guy and the Yankees are going to have to pay a ton to get him. Like that. Sounds about right. It sounds like the Yankees will end up having to pay a ton to get him. They should because he's a stud. They, I, I think. It's gonna be it's gonna be a garage sale, like I said, and I think a bunch of these AOS teams are just gonna go swoop in on Oakland. Chapman, he's gonna be gone. They can't pay him for what? They're gonna be losing, and he's a stud. Where's he gonna go? You just mentioned Olson. All those there's some pitchers there. You got Bassett. You got Manaya. Like you got Montas. Like there's some guys there. They're probably gonna get rid of everybody. And this is the fun part about tanking. This is about the only fun part about tanking <laughs> is. There's a lot of meat to be divided throughout mm. the league, so and it's I, fun to think about that meat. You know what I'm saying? Always. Uh, speaking of fire sales, we're you know Cyber Monday still going on at our store. Twenty one percent off everything. Don't need a discount code or anything. Just put it in the damn cart and get we it. Blankets. We got blankets, people. We've got blankets. blankets. Um, yeah, I. That's. And again, we said this this morning, and it kind of sucks with the CBA that we're 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 going to run into a stop. But it's also part of the reason all this action is happening. Kind of wish trades could still happen during it, because I think you're right, Jim. What you said about Matt Olson, like if I'm if I'm Cincinnati, I'm holding on. Is Luis Castillo the best pitcher available right now? Probably. Um, like unless unless Kershaw is fully tapped in and healthy, which he could be, but. Um, Stroman. Maybe Stroh's got an argument. Stroman's about to get paid. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, all these dudes, man. Uh, 
it's kind of a good time to be a free agent, and it feels like the chaos is just getting started. I mean, we were we're making emergency plans if if more signings sign tonight because. I mean, it feels like the money's there. I I mean, what? I don't know, man. I don't know free agents. Jimmy's officially in New Jersey. He can play some bets. Um, man, good. Honestly, good. If I'm giving out contract grades currently, I mean, I have to oh, boost. Yeah. I have to boost Simeon and Seager. Um, because at least Texas is doing doing it, and Trev, I love dumb sports phrases, and you said right now they might have the best shortstop second base combo. So I mean, that's just being able to say that is a massive win. Um, yeah. Who else is there? I'm sure there's a couple guys, but I mean, man. I mean, Yankees got no one in Glaber. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no one in Glaber have entered the chat. Uh, yeah, and dude, I I am stoked for the Seattle Mariners. I'm now having flashbacks to myself during this year saying I hope they were one of the stories of this offseason. And with Robbie someone Ray. Go, someone go clip every time Trev said the 2022 Seattle Mariners. We're clipping it. Um, We've been on them since since 2021. <laughs> we were on By them. By the early. way, J.P. Crawford. Yes, it's a huge, it's a huge J.P. Crawford pod. Um, if you're a Mariners fan, you have to be on cloud nine right now. So Robbie Ray, Marco Gonzalez, Flex and Gilbert. Okay, maybe add a little juice there. Although all those guys actually had pretty pretty good years. Um, wow, those stats are nice. Um, that's some analysis right there. Uh, nice, Jimbo. Any any final thoughts from the road? Where's uh Where's Baez go? Trub. Hmm. I don't know, man. Like he has the same suitors. I feel like I feel I like maybe hear. Philly, maybe Philly steps in for him. They need to do something, right? Yeah, they're they hired Dombrowski, the number one of Did all the, number one go get it guys. I don't know how much he's demanding. I think it's going to be a lot. But like, does it make sense for the Dodgers to go get him? I know they have that like he could play everywhere. He's kind of a guy that they like. I have a question. Question. Do the Angels have any pitching yet? Uh, your Los Angeles Angels. They got Syndergaard, Otani. Syndergaard. TJ recovery year, so in my in my brain, yeah. that's a no. Uh, Sandoval, who was kind of their solid guy last year, young lefty. They signed Michael Patrick. Lorenzen. Um, oh, yeah, two-way. Two-way Lorenzen. They were saying. He, does he, he needs to relax a little bit on that, okay? Lorenzen runs a little hot. Um, yeah, he's so jacked. So, yeah, I mean. So a solid, not really. Solid, not really, yeah. Um, I mean, so that's. They need to go sign the, someone. The Astros are going to be slanging what they're going to be slanging. The Astros still have JV. They got Framber throwing it all over the place. They got Garcia. Like, they, they are still in a great position. I. Everyone's Dude, doing all this. And the Astros are just sitting back like, huh. sign Granky. Granky to the Angels, you're saying it first? Yeah, they're going to sign Granky and Kikuchi and consider it a win. I mean, I think that would be for the Angels. <laughs> the Angels got loop. People yeah, are saying in the chat. It's, uh, and I I forget if I said this on here or if I said it to you out the door. I guess, I guess that's the part that's becoming very real. I mean... The Angels, Trout, and Otani. Uh, the Mariners, their upstart year, and now signing Cy Young winner 
Robbie Ray. Texas Rangers just sold out almost $600 million, and one of those teams is going to finish in fourth or fifth place in the AL West. Uh, like I, I love what shocked. James said about that, dude. I love what he said about that. What like, say? James, what you said about these other AOS teams seeing the window close or believing the window was going to be closing for the Astros and planning this and seeing who was going to be available, spending spree, let's go, let's go. But the Astros are still there, dude. They didn't know that Jordan Alvarez is going to be one of the best hitters in the game. They didn't know that Kyle Tucker was going to take massive steps forward. They didn't know these young pitchers were going to step up. Like, they're not going anywhere. I, I do put the wrench in the plans a little bit. Really was part of the Rangers, you know. If it was a uh, one of the reasons why they, you know, they circled this year, knowing that 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 2017-18 core of the Astros, like it's like down to five guys. Now I know all the replacements are good. It's a it backfire, like Trev saying, but I do wonder if that actually was a thought. Could have been. Could have been, and yeah, the Astros. I mean, they they could still do work. They could go out and get Baez or Story pretty easily. Um, I mean, their their top prospect uh, Pena is a shortstop right now. They've kind of got him penciled in. So, do they go stopgap? Is Pena stud? I mean, dude, if you told me Javi Baez was joining Houston tomorrow, I would bet on him having a monster year. Like, does that not feel like oh a good God. environment for him? Um, that's so, like too good, though. That's too good. I don't think it would happen. I think it would be actually really bad. Go on. Correa to the Dodgers now, and they keep Trey at at second. Like, what are the Dodgers going to do? I mean, who the hell's going to sign Correa? Someone Tigers have to. Someone who's willing to pay three hundred seventy million dollars. Like it's. So, but who is that? Tigers, Yankees, Dodgers. Tigers aren't paying that much. Tigers have shelled out money before. Oh my god. Dombro has. Dombro. Do you know the point I was making earlier about They got Graveman. Oh yeah, they did. They don't care. They can they can sleep through that division. <laughs> I mean, they may not be yeah. done, but yes. No, I mean, but yeah, maybe there's like whatever. We'll win and then we'll just get better at the deadline. Yeah. yeah. Who's a threat? Threats in the AL Central, not the Twinkies. Tigers. The t- if the, the Tigers, Tigers make big moves. Yeah. Um. Golly. Uh. So who are? I mean, we are. So who are we on watch for? We're still on Trevor Story watch. We're on Baez. What Baez is supposed to happen tonight? That's what all those reports are saying, right? Um. Yeah. Correa, Rodon, Freddie Freeman, Castellanos, Chris Bryant, Kershaw, Stroman, Chris Taylor, Schwarber, and then we're kind of getting into a different tier. Cobb, uh, Kyle Seeger, Rachel Iglesias. Um, so, yeah. What else we got, boys? I keep thinking... If it okay. Out till February one. That's gonna be boring. Yeah. Trev shaking his head. Trev. I don't know. It's it's weird because we are seeing a flurry of moves, um, but we're seeing high end guys, you know, and that's not 
like the high end guys are fine. Like I think the biggest discrepancy is the the middle tier of big league players are getting pushed out, and I think that's going to be a focus of this these negotiations. So you know, I said I would you know it's optimistic that all these guys are signing, but as I started to think about it more and more, it's like well these guys were, these guys are signing no matter you know what the deal is. These are these are the elite. Um, so I'm hoping that February 1st is like not a realistic date. I'm hoping it's like quicker than that. But after we've seen these, these two sides negotiate basically in front of us, we know it's the relationship is uh, poor to quite poor to put it frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They got to fix that. The amount of years that these guys are locked up for. And then the, the minimum and the arbitration system, but it's just going to be boring if there's we go like two, like 60 days without even rumors. Like, it's pretty boring when there's no moves, but at least there's rumors. Like, what are we, what is the baseball world going to talk about after being so hot in the streets to just as dormant as you can be? Probably me and Jake's only fans that we're going to start. I yeah. think that's probably will be the biggest news around baseball. Baseball movie review. Um, Interested? Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's going to be a lot of projecting of when it comes back and what what teams are still left. Trev, I guess what you've got me spinning right now is you're right. All the big boys are getting paid because they were going to get paid. You got to wonder that the second tier that I kind of ignored before, like. Uh, hey, let's go through the Braves outfield from the World Series. Jock Peterson, Solaire, Eddie Rosario. Are those guys just getting lowballed right now? So they're so they kind of yeah. get peer pressured into signing. Because um, we haven't seen like any of those really drop. Um, Escobar and Canna. Mets never count. You know that. Um, they uh, Mets were going to make their moves. Um, but yeah, I, I would uh, say those guys are kind of on the upper end of the free agent scale, like not on the upper echelon, but like they're they're up there. Eddie was a fr- uh, all star last year. I know that's a little hokey, but um, yeah. who? Well, yeah, not a daisy, not a daisy, Few not are. a daisy. No, you are. Um, I think we should wrap it up. Guys, I, I think we got a lot of our thoughts out there. The daisies on the screen. Uh, Can I make one more point? Trev, please make one more point. As you ran home from the mall, drove home from the mall, you got a big dinner tonight. I don't mm. want to say their name, but Nameless Jeff will be there. Um, what's what's yeah. your final point? I, I spoke earlier about this on the first show we did, my first of three shows I did today. Thank Oops. you very much. Taking a bow. Um the Jacob DeGrom opt-out. I'm looking at his contract right now. He's making 32, 30, excuse me, 35-5 this year. He has the opt-out. The options are 32 and a half. That thing is going to be 50. I promise you, he has all of the leverage. He is going to negotiate upwards of $50 million a year for himself from Uncle Stevie, and I just can't wait. It, ha- it has me... It has me thinking of like the rounders clip when he finally realizes that the Oreos are what's going on. And he throws them off the table. I think Cohen's going to be like, shit. And Matt Damon is uh, played by Jacob DeGrom in this scenario. Okay. 50 mil. Jim? Book it. Broke up a lot. 
but um, <laughs> good scene in that. I movie. went off. It was perfect. It was beautiful. Um, Whatever the plan, I am fifty with mil. So I guess that's what we just answered our question. Well, you know, if when baseball stops, we'll start talking about next year's free agency with Jacob Degrom. Um, talking baseball, faithful. Thank you guys for hopping in with us for the live app. Over 2K in here. You guys are sickos, just like we us. We got blankets. We got blankets. Go get something from the shop. Uh, we we love you guys. If something crazy, crazy drops tonight, we might be doing a Zoom app. We'll see. Um, otherwise, yeah, you might see us tomorrow. Baseball's hot in the streets. Uh, we love you guys. And go baseball. Go your team. Hmm. Go your favorite team. Yankees, sign someone. Dodgers, what is you doing, baby?